Welcome to More Than a Scar Podcast. I'm your host, Janine, where we explore what it means to have a cleft palate or other craniofacial difference and how we can live our best life. It may be one of the most common birth defects, but very few people really understand what life is like for us. Please comment and take part in the discussion. You can visit my blog, morethanascar.blogspot.com and feel free to email with comments and suggestions at janinedeckard at gmail.com. I look back with great satisfaction at the list of the things the doctors and family said I couldn't do. She'll never be able to speak clearly. She'll always have a speech impediment. She will never play the flute. She'll never be able to suck from a straw. She won't be able to blow a bubble with chewing gum. She will never find anyone special enough to marry her. She needs to focus on a career. I can do all of the things that I just listed. Now, the things in my brain that my brain tells me that I couldn't do, I'm still working on those. If I ever feel like there's something that makes me miserable, I work on it. Like when I was working for a Fortune 500 company and had to speak to strangers to get my work done, I hated that feeling. I didn't want to be nauseous every time I had to get up from my cubicle, so I searched for a solution, and I found Toastmasters. It took me six months of writing Toastmasters on my calendar before I attended my first meeting, but the minute I joined, I knew I'd found my solution to the crippling fear. We don't necessarily conquer the fears, but we manage them. We pound them into submission. I still have patterned behavior from years of programming, from the trauma of having children reject me starting my first day of kindergarten, to going to the mall and having strangers point and laugh, adults saying cruel things like, did your dad punch your face to make you look like that? Why do you look so weird? What's wrong with you? Being seen as a freak for having two scars under my nose. My imagination was my worst enemy. I tried to interpret their facial expressions, and it was never friendly. I hated shopping, being in large crowds, going to church. The sheer size just made me feel even smaller than I was. My voice was small enough to make what I said meaningless. Those that heard me said I sounded like Minnie Mouse. Phone conversations were always a struggle in trying to speak slowly and clearly enough for the other person to understand and it rarely ever worked. These struggles followed me through to adulthood where being in crowds, speaking to strangers, and talking on the phone was a daily necessity. Once I began to change my perspective, it was a lot easier. Being willing to do anything for my children's sake pushed me outside of my comfort zone in order to provide for them. I willingly worked in a job with hundreds of people and had to speak on the phone with clients. It was a baptism by fire. I didn't necessarily want to do it, but there was really no choice. If I wanted my job, I had to grow. The more skills I obtained, the higher I could climb on my corporate ladder. From all of the medical trauma, I have PTSD. As a child, I could simply smell rubbing alcohol and I would pass out. The thought of a needle or anesthesia would make me pass out. Once I got pregnant with my children, I had to face those fears head on. As a mother, I knew it was paramount that I receive good prenatal care, so I willingly did things that would have crushed me as a child. 
Now, I actually go to malls once a month for my teenagers, but love two stores that exist only in malls. I've gotten better at tuning other people out. I don't make eye contact. I don't look for negativity. I seek out positive interactions, and in most cases, I'm rewarded with positivity. If I could go back in time and talk to myself as a child, I would hope that I would have time to explain that there were elements of my care that were within my control. When I couldn't control what the doctor said or even did, I could control my breathing, my thoughts, my emotions. It was totally normal to be angry and sad and frustrated. The sooner I cooperated with the doctor, the sooner I could be at home. It was totally normal to be angry and sad and frustrated. The sooner I cooperated with the doctor, the sooner I could be at home. There's no way out of this situation, and no amount of fussing and being miserable will change it. When you have a lot of anger and sadness, it'll be really important to find ways to express those feelings in music, art, and poetry. For someone else, it might be in physical activity or a good chat with a therapist. Some type of healthy outlet is vital to process all that you will go through. Be mindful of kindness. If you have a special nurse, focus on their name. Be sure to thank them for their kindness. Keep a journal and write down something nice that happens during the recovery process. It is hard to understand why this has to happen. When I realized that there were children with cleft palates in other countries that couldn't afford to have surgery and were often lived, left to live without the ability to speak or even eat, I could find gratitude in being able to have access to medical care and parents who would shoulder the burden of cost. Maybe it would have been a good idea to support a charity that went to a third world country and provided sur surgeries for children that needed it most. I know I've covered a lot of topics in this podcast, but the main thing is that when you gain a healthy perspective that isn't based in fear and pain, the situation becomes one that is beneficial and not traumatic. Instead of thinking that parents and doctors control everything, realizing that there are things that we can control. How has this perspective helped you? Please feel free to comment and let me know what you're thinking about this topic. Thank you for listening to this episode of More Than a Scar. I hope you found it helpful and healing. I will do my best to upload new episodes each week. Please feel free to share it with a friend. We hope to spread awareness and education to those that need it most.